I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Monstrous Agonies Episode 60 Guinea pig under pressure to impose more sanctions As one by one the stars blink back It's time for our advice segment where I answer your questions about life, love, and all things liminal. First up tonight, a listener wondering how to make amends. My boyfriend is a fairly reclusive person. He likes his own space and values his privacy, understandably so as he's kind of a minor celebrity in the local area. He's not the kind of famous where people stop him in the street to get his autograph or whatever, but there are a couple of places nearby that sell egg cups and tea towels and things with blurry pictures of him on. I mean, they say they're pictures of him. I always say they just look like a bunch of fat house cats. <laughs> I've got a t-shirt, actually. It says, uh, I had a wild night with the Beast of Bevan Dean and these claw marks on the back. He nearly passed out when I showed it him. He was laughing so hard. He's not so fond of me right now, though. <laughs> I'm uh, pretty thoroughly in the doghouse. And I wanted to write to you about it because I don't think I actually did anything wrong. And I wanted to see if, if you agreed. And either way, I'll take any tips you've got about, you know, smoothing things over. It was just a silly conversation. We were making dinner, and I don't even remember who brought it up, but we started talking about which famous creatures we'd invite to a dinner party. Not to suck up, but uh, you were on my list. 
And that kind of brings me to my point. I said, just wondering out loud, really, it's interesting that we don't have so many famous creatures in this part of the world. I mean, like, really famous? Like, not just pop stars or TV personalities, you know? And I said, there's really only, well, you, your uh, <laughs> station manager, if that's what we're calling it these days, and Nessie, obviously. God, I love her Instagram. Talk about hashtag goals. And I know the Irish have their fair share, both the ones we know about, like Crom Cruick and Dustin the Turkey, and the ones we all pretend not to know about. Looking at you, Enya. But otherwise, both of us were mostly naming people from America or the rest of Europe. And I waffled on a bit, saying it was probably a lot of ignorance on our part. Of course, I'm sure there's loads of famous creatures in the rest of the world who we just don't know so well over here, and about how small an area we're talking about, you know. And I looked up from the tofu I was pressing, and he was looking at me with this weird expression on his face. Apparently, I'd hurt his feelings by implying that he wasn't properly famous. So you can see my problem, right? Because he isn't. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. You have a Wikipedia page. The personal life section is quite a read. <laughs> anyway, I've tried apologising, but it didn't do the trick. He asked again if I thought he was famous, and I wasn't going to lie to him. It's been a week and he's still being... Honestly, he's being kind of snotty. We've been together for about six months, and I do like him. I really like him. But I hadn't seen this side to him before. It feels really... childish. If I'm being unreasonable, just tell me. I will go cap in hand and make my apologies. I'll even make a Wikipedia page for him. But if I'm not, and I'm in the right here, how am I supposed to get him out of this snit? W Sorry, what do you mean, the personal life section? What is my personal life doing on Wikipedia? And for the record, she is my station manager, and she is only my station manager. <clears throat> to answer your question, I don't think you're in the wrong, precisely. You perhaps haven't handled this as diplomatically as you could, but I don't think that's really the issue here. I actually don't think the subject of the argument is an issue at all. I'm much more concerned with the way in which you two are arguing. You're right, it is childish. When people argue, there are three possible outcomes. They either work together for a solution, they agree to disagree and move on, or they come to recognise that it's impossible for the relationship to continue without agreement, and that agreement is equally impossible, and so part ways. In the heat of an argument, it's not always easy to see these outcomes. You need time to cool off and consider the matter within the wider context of the relationship. 
Then you decide what you want to do about it, whether that's having a conciliatory cup of tea and a cuddle, or mutually agreeing not to make unsolicited comments on one another's choice of decor. Instead, your boyfriend has been sulking for a week. Meanwhile, you tried apologising, but it didn't do the trick. There's no trick, listener. An apology isn't a set of magic words you say to get yourself out of trouble. You apologise because you're sorry. If you're not sorry, don't apologise. I don't really have any practical advice for you. You, both of you, need to decide for yourselves what you want to do about this situation. Can you find a way past this together? Do you want to? Is it worth trying? I don't have those answers. But whatever you do, do it. This stalemate is immature and insulting to the both of you. Brought to you by Tooth Be Told, the casino that runs solely on teeth for those with loose gums or just a large collection. Our second letter tonight is from a listener feeling conflicted. Greetings from the churning tumult, the brilliant darkness, the soundless shrieking, the maddening infinite, the unending chaos that lies unseen beyond the edge of your sheltered little bubble of a reality. I write to you as all others who write to you do, because I have a trouble that I do not know how to end. On my own. It will not resolve under the effects of rending or tearing, wailing or devouring, creeping or slithering, maddening or enlightening. So I'm afraid I cannot apply any of my usual problem solving skills. When I got to this reality, I thought I'd take my time ease my way into it, send out a few cryptic messages, start a few cults, you know. Then I thought, no, let's really go back to basics. Let's peel this place up from the edges, starting by finding those edges and how they're put together. And, oh, wow. That was some challenge, figuring out the physical properties of this universe. I mean, I thought I understood linear time at first, but then it turns out it only goes in one direction, which doesn't make sense. Lines definitely go in two directions. And there were all these other natural laws to understand. This is the first universe that I've taken apart figuratively rather than literally. But it seems to me those other realities were put together much more sensibly. I visited a nice frictionless plane once. Very clean, very modern. 
It's not there anymore, obviously, but I think this universe could take some notes. I mean, just when I was understanding time here, you had to throw in how gravity affects it. Gravity affecting time. You must be joking. As I was trying to understand how this ridiculous universe is put together, I started to get interested in how the people living in it think it's put together. You're still missing pieces, of course. Some pretty big ones, actually. But instead of being filled with contempt for the limited capacity for analysis of your tiny minds, or shaking with laughter fit to split the earth and boil the seas at the idea of all the things you have wrong, I found it kind of cute. You fumble in the dark, lacking the breadth of perspective and keenness of sense to understand anything. Yet you persist in trying. Most of my connections to your side of existence indulge my curiosity. I have a few such instruments under my power, including the one whose hand now writes this letter. But lately, rather than provoking them to seek forbidden knowledge, complete the rituals, and usher in the end of all things by ushering in me, I have found myself just talking to them. One tells me endless stories of what they've done and seen and the people they know. Yet another lets me reach a tendril into her mind so I may join in as she listens nightly to your radio show. Some of my instruments are more insistent that I hasten the end of the world, let it burn to ashes and leave behind a new universe to form. Those are just the sort of personalities I attract. And they have a point. I could tear a hole through the walls of this reality, wriggle in and turn it inside out, play with the minds of its inhabitants as they struggle to comprehend the horrors of my being. But I find I don't really want to. I've been doing this for so long. If I stop now, what else is there? How else do I find purpose and joy? What should I do? I would strongly prefer you didn't destroy this reality, listener. For one thing, it's clear your heart isn't in it. Some jobs, it's true, benefit from an attitude of if it's worth doing, it's worth making a start. But crawling through a rip in the veil between worlds and tearing minds asunder with the unknowable horror of your being is an undertaking that really needs your full commitment. I think you, and everybody else, 
would be far better off if you pursued these new interests of yours. Just because you've been doing something for a long time is no particularly compelling reason to continue doing it. You have done this work and done it well and enjoyed it. And now it's time to enjoy something new. Have you considered going into further education? You mention using people in this reality as instruments of your ghastly intent. Why not pick up a grad student or two? From what I know of physics students, it won't take much convincing to get them to agree to be in a symbiotic relationship with an eldritch being from beyond this universe. I hear your concerns about what this change in direction means for you in the future, but I don't think you need to worry about that right now. There's no external pressure, one way or another. You aren't beholden to societal expectations or petty concerns like money, stability or the passage of time. You can do whatever you want. The trick is finding out what that is. I suggest you take some time to explore your options, making the most of these new interests of yours. Throw yourself into learning about our reality, about our feeble attempts to comprehend our reality. Listen to the radio. Relax. Don't murder us all. With time, I'm sure you'll find your way to new joy and fulfilment. It may not be what you expected from your life. That doesn't mean it's wrong or that you're wrong to enjoy it. And if you do find yourself being called back to your previous pastimes, might I suggest you take those feelings out on the reality next door. The Night Folk Network. Everywhere, every when, on 131.3 FM. The time is two o'clock on Thursday morning. Next. Are you considering walking into brackish water, falling backwards under a blanket of grey sky and letting your body sink slowly down until it is taken once more by the stinking river mud that birthed it? But not sure where to begin? We count down the top ten tips. Associated with the Kremlin. Episode 60 of Monstrous Agonies was written and performed by H.R. Owen. Tonight's second letter was submitted by Leslie, and today's advert came from Orb Warp. Thanks, friends. See the show notes for details on how to submit your own advert ideas. You can support Monstrous Agonies with a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash monstrousagonies, a one-off donation at ko-fi.com slash hrowen, by sharing the program with your friends and familiars, and by following us on Tumblr at Monstrous Agonies and on Twitter at Monstrous underscore pod. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. The theme tune is Dakota by Unheard Music Concepts. Thanks for listening, and remember, the real monsters are the friends we made on the way.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 